0: Seven is a number both prime and divine. 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 United like the Justice League. We unlimited. Five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215 All around the globe in every area code Online, on air, whatever the mode Days and nights, live or recorded Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand Peace to every geek we stand for From Kronos to the Bottle city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to
0: Black
2: (laughs) Triple. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: coming to you live here on facebook live as well as on youtube we're on facebook live in the triple nation facebook group we are on youtube at black tribbles holla 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 at the Tribble. my name is len aka the bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined by a house of tribbles, and I'll start directly below me as you see with.
2: What up, what up, what up? It's your girl Kennedy, also known as that Mikey chick, better known as the Storm Triple, coming to you live from the 215 till the day I die, Um, surviving a quarantine life. What's good, tribbles? How are you doing? How are we feeling? We all right? Y'all good? Y'all good?
1: I feel out. <laughs> Next, we have our intern triple.
3: Hey, hey, hey! What's going on, everybody? What's
1: intern,
4: I'm just tired. <laughs> I am so tired. Right? He's trying to sound all smooth.
1: I know. I know.
2: <laughs> he hit us with a dark storm. <laughs> <laughs> he hit us with a dark storm. What's your, The same what? triples after dark, Yo, my Devin's dude? Wrong show. It.
4: Yes, he was. <laughs> he put the pants. What did on. I say? Dark storm. Right.
2: My bad.
3: It is a dark
4: storm. It was a dark storm today. <laughs> That's what he called it when he bring the thunder. I'm called Darko. He said,
1: boom! <laughs> and last but not least, of course, we he have... Said,
4: oh, what is going on? It's the man, the myth, the legend, Master Triple, E Mac in the building, a.k.a. Mr. Thursday. No,
1: what up, How Doug?
4: I'm good, man. How you living?
1: I am living... As we all are living, ladies and gentlemen, we are living. Not me. <laughs> not you. Not you and not Dante. Nothing Date. has
4: changed for me. Nothing. Uh, nothing has changed. I get up every day. Every day. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. nothing <laughs> every nothing. day. Every day. That, except when you know, weekends, because then we. Okay.
2: That's cool. But, That's cool.
4: But yes, everything
1: else is. The rest of us, ladies and gentlemen, we are busy living that so-called quarantine life, which it seems may actually be coming to an end shortly. Um, we're going to be talking about that tonight. Exactly trying to get an idea of what does the end of this self-isolation look like? What does that mean for for all of us? What will the streets look like in the days and weeks to come? And what will be the new normal we want to hear from you hit us up on facebook on uh on YouTube hit us up let us know your comments you can leave them in leave them in the chat and and we will uh add them to the conversation that everybody you know and we can just have a conversation tonight we want to have a conversation to talk to you all right but before we do one of the one okay. of these one of the uh signatures of this quarantine life, even for essential workers like Mr. Thursday Night Night. and the intern tripled Dante, both of whom have to go out in these streets Monday through Friday. But even they have to are it's literally mandated you have to find something new to watch on streaming television. That's what we've all been doing. We've all been sharing the word, the word with one another. You know, I think the buzz of Tiger King has died down, and now people are finding other things on Netflix and Hulu and, and Prime and all of that. So we're going to share a couple of things that, that we've all been watching, and I'm going to start with the Storm Tribble, who was going on minutes before we went live about her newest discovery From the crates of Netflix. And I believe it's a little slept on 2017. Diddy
2: called? American Assassin. Bro, let me tell you about this. So, you know me, first of all, Triple Nation. I hate everything. (laughs) However, I found something that floored me first thing out the gate. Um, I'll I'll kind of try to ballpark it for you. It stars um, my friend and colleague, although we've never met, Michael Keaton and Ethan and a br- brilliant cast of others here. And it basically tells a story about this guy who survives a terrorist attack, spends the next year and a half training to take on the dude, the instrument at this attack, finds the bull, doesn't take him out because the CIA beats him to it. But the only reason why the CIA found the bull is because they were following him. They fold him into another sleeper cell organization that's trying to find a lost nuke. And your boy, Michael Keaton, the bat himself, is the squad leader. And you see him go toe-to-toe and break in this young Nightwing. Come to find out there's a rogue Jason Hood they got to chase down before he blows up half the Western world. There's a torture scene. He's into it. Listen, just go and watch this, Sean. And all the while, Sanaa Latham's in the back orchestrating this stuff. These dudes are stepping to her, getting her face. She's like, um, dude, I am your superior. If you don't have a seat before, I'll beat your away. It's the most glorious thing ever. I was not ready for it. The action's dope. The gunplay is dope. There's espionage. There's fast cars. Ah, anything you could ask for. It's amazing. Master Triple would love it.
1: American if Assassin. Master Triple
2: don't like it, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. That's all I'm saying.
1: American Assassin starring Michael Keaton, Sinan Lathan, and in the lead role, Dylan O'Brien, ladies and gentlemen, who was actually seen in Teen Wolf, the TV series. So.
2: Dylan! 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 Dylan, 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 Dylan. is that boy in that movie, yeah. man, Eric. I'm telling you. He's oh, not God. quite, he's not quite, I mean, Sheriff Hood, but he close. Oh, he's close. Okay. He's smarter than Sheriff Hood is. I'll put you on that level. Erico, go. Okay. God. All right.
1: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've caught on to the secret code of the Master Trouble and the Storm Trouble. Anytime they can sneak in a banshee reference, they are quick to they are quick to do that. That's another show that you probably have slept on. That uh
2: yeah, that is out there. I
4: watched a little bit of that during quarantine.
2: Yeah, going have you have bit. you gone back? Yeah, a little I bit. haven't. Ooh, how is it the second time around?
4: I, I've been digging in crates, so like i so like Storm Tribble more than anything. So I come in on what she's watching. So, like, she's going back in, like, Banshee. She got me back in on Shameless because I kind of fell off there.
2: Mm. Uh,
4: back on the, the Gifted. Yeah, the Gifted, the whole Mutant show and stuff. That was, I think, was on Fox.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that.
4: Um, so, like, going back and, like, stuff that I had started and never finished off. Like I'm going back and seeing a lot of that stuff now. So just, like, catching up on series, you know? Yeah. My Hero, stuff like that that I haven't finished yet. Okay. So it's, kinda, right. it's dipping back into TV a little bit.
1: What about you, Dante? What have you been uh, dipping your toes into when you're not, you know, uh, twinkling the the lights? Fantastic on Friday nights with the Infinity Equation here on Black yes. Tribbles on
4: YouTube. Yeah, he likes the um, He liked them Shout out! Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, it's been banging out for the last couple of weeks. So I can't. I can't deny it. Um, <laughs> shoot. Uh, half the time I'm either playing Animal Crossing. And watching The Simpsons and Westworld Season 3, which has been pretty good. Mm. Um, I'm not a Westworld
1: person. I know.
2: It's a, Whoa. I thought you loved Westworld.
1: Nah, nah, I don't mess with Westworld. I don't mess with Westworld. Season three Bro, is that's
2: crazy. Bad. You were on that panel, though. Hold up. Scandal. Scandal. Triple Nation. There's T. Scandal. I was, Tell me more about that.
1: I was on a panel to watch the pilot of of Westworld. It was like three years mm-hmm. ago. So yes, I watched mm-hmm. the pilot, and I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. it was good." And mm-hmm. then, then I left. <laughs> I went. I went east. <laughs> sorry, I dipped in. It slows just. It shows just a little bit too slow for me. It doesn't, doesn't do it for me. It's, yeah, it's, like it, I, yeah, I checked the, out yeah. after
4: the first season. I never yeah, went back. Yeah, the
3: first season does take like a minute to get through, and the second season kind of ramps it up a little bit. But third season, like, it's starting to, it's still getting there.
4: It's still starting, so it's 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 not <laughs> yeah. it's not started yet. It's still warming up. Got you. A lot of thumping before the pumping. I get it.
2: <laughs> hey, sometimes that's the best part. Yeah. But not in this case, apparently. True enough. True enough. I'm to think. Facebook.
1: Uh, someone loves Banshee. We got a, a love for Banshee over there in that Facebook. That's on his
2: list. Eric, tell yeah. people about Banshee who've never.
1: And what's up okay. to the action figure expert? Hey, hello, 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 hello. Thanks for watching, brother.
4: So, if Banshee PA was a real place, that's where I'm spending my next wedding anniversary. <laughs> Banshee takes. Place. Banshee tells a story. Banshee is a love story about a guy <laughs> and true. a girl who lost it each is. other and then found each other again. In Banshee, Pennsylvania, of all places, right? There's crime, there's love,
1: this there's Amish.
4: robberies, there's crime, there's chases, there's criminal enterprise, there are organizations, and mm-hmm. the knuckle fights. There's shootout, but the knuckle. If you like Hands. If you need a movie, a show with good hands, Banshee is the one for you. That's what you gotta watch, Banshee. If you thought you saw Hands
2: before, before.
4: but wait, but right now. The first three seasons are available on Amazon Prime.
2: Oh, of course they kept that fourth John, the meaty John, in their pocket. They said, "Now you gotta come out yours for this."
4: Yes. Oh my God! Look who it is. Yes. Oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> What's up, boy? <laughs> oh wait, he got a picture up. He, 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 he a fro he he a froze and... the movie. No, you know how they put a <laughs> loop on it so that way they can dip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Introduce yourself, my my good friend.
0: What's going on? Hey, boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is my life. This is my life. You may are son is the of the Reason, aka the super triple. The Rand of Steel, the comic book Jedi. That's
1: what's the goal to get it for you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. It's gonna be one of those shows, My ladies
0: and gentlemen. It. Beat it. Uh, <laughs> that's your godson. That's your godson. My so-called
2: quarantine life. <laughs> that's your godson right there.
1: So we're catching up, everybody, on um, what we've been, a couple of things we've been watching during the uh, these, you know these what I'm doing? solo streaming times. What you been doing, Super Trouble?
0: <laughs> you know what I've done? I, and I'm really, I finished my album.
1: You finished uh, the Boom Bap oh, Therapy? Oh.
0: Boom Bap Therapy comes out tomorrow.
1: Nice,
0: nice, nice! May 1st wow, cool! Mental Advisory Day. Uh, me and Dolio are both dropping albums tomorrow. Nice. Um, so you can get it on Bandcamp, uh, and if you get it tomorrow on Bandcamp between eight and six, I get all the money. Because Bandcamp takes a you know they, they take a piece, but if you order it tomorrow between eight and six, I get all the money!
1: Yay! Okay. All right. So Boom right. Bat Therapy, if you're so inclined, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, nothing but bangers from Arson, the voice of reason, one of the one of the uh, hip hop voices of the group Gangsta Grass. He dropped the solo solo piece, the Boom Bat Therapy. I've heard a couple of the cuts on on the album. They are definite, definite bangers. Definite bangers. We've actually played a couple of cuts on our on our show. Um, so you will you will not be disappointed. Check it out. That's dope. And he just came in to plug his album. Oh, dude, just
4: came to drop the announcement
2: and then dip.
1: And then dipped.
4: No, that did. just
2: happened. Oh, I mean, that's, that's happened. That D- just
3: happened. Can you I do see that then? Can I do it? Hey, watch the equation on Friday nights. I'll see y'all later.
4: <laughs> but, hey yo my next one will be coming out next week. I'll holler at
2: y'all. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Yo!
2: Oh, oh, he came yeah. back okay. just to
4: check you. Nope. Yeah, got something else. What's the next one? He got another announcement. Yeah. Yeah, that's, why, that's why he's back.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Gangsta Grass album, June. Don't <laughs> hey,
0: Don't worry about that. that, worry about that. That's
1: coming. I forgot. Body shirts. Body shirts. I got to sell these products.
0: Product.
1: Yo, this
2: is working so adorable. Randy is sitting there folding, folding laundry. It's precious.
1: This is my life, man. It. <laughs> and you notice, it ain't nothing but Superman shirts. He ain't fucking nothing but Superman shirts so far.
4: Yeah, that you know. was that was
2: Alexander's pants. Those those That's pants little, that were the size of a teenager were for our godson, you know, suit. the child.
0: A little, a little Adidas suit.
2: That's cute.
0: But now I gotta get him a, a I gotta get him a Nike suit because his uh his godfather his uncle Carlos got him a pair of Jordans. I can't have him wear his Jordans with his Dita suit. It's just not right. No, you can't do that. It's
2: not. You can't do that. It's unacceptable. acceptable. Even I know that. Can't do that. So yeah, what what are you watching now, Are, are you watching anything? Super watching. Uh, let's see. I
0: I just just caught up on Tiger King. I'm finishing up Picard. Um <gasps> Ooh. I was watching this thing uh, with 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 my son today, and his friend. I was watching this this show called the uh, The Hollows. The hollow, this little this Oh little man. Cartoon.
2: Did you see Yo, that? No. I I did see that. The ending disappointed me. But I didn't see the ending, Watch uh, it. See if see you feel like it for yourself. Yeah. It's pretty cool. A lot of people um, liked it. I was like, oh
0: <laughs> I, I loved uh I watched uh the extraction. Extraction was dope. The extraction I mean, was dope. dope. Yeah. And that
2: had me it worried. That really reeked of like white saviorism, and I don't want to look at that oh, right now. Listen, no, it wasn't like that. All
0: right, it was just it was it was Chris Hemsworth going hard, and I'm 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 with that dude a thousand percent. That whole movie was just ridiculous. It's 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 it's, it's the thing.
1: Somebody on uh, Facebook has announced that they've been wearing Jordans and Adidas all this time. Well, obviously you're doing it wrong, and we will hide your shame from this from the feed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right.
0: None of your friends told you no better. Mm. Well, they might not know. That's true. Mm. And George got that
4: fashion sense. These are nerds.
1: Shout out to George Kimona, listening and and checking us out. He's living week to week, waiting for Clone Wars and rewatching The Wire. I know a lot of people are rewatching The Wire because um, Jamel Hill uh, just released a new podcast uh, way down in the hole where they are reviewing each episode of The Wire. It's uh, available okay. on Spotify yeah. and it's a kind of, it's kind of a cool yeah. podcast. I've checked that out. So George is uh, living that wire life. That's what's up. Um, That's cool. If-
2: Since we're talking about folks chiming in, I've got some love from uh, build a Tribble. Jason, he says, sending some love from the New England outpost of Tribble Nation.
1: That's what's up. What's what up, up
2: Trevor? Glad up? you're doing good. That's what's up.
1: Most definitely. Uh, the, Randy took my my little piece of streaming news because I definitely saw uh, The Extraction. Loved it. I love The Extraction. Um, and then, oh, what else did I watch that was pretty dope? I, I watched the rest of Queen Sono. On uh, Netflix, and okay. for, which is like um, out of Africa, but it's but it's uh, like a an action John with 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 a, with a sister just who's kind of like a spy, spy, Queen Sono, and she's doing mad work. Uh, and it picks up as the show uh, continued on, and that was actually pretty de- decent. I, I enjoyed that a great deal. You know, it was the first season. First production, but uh it was tight it was tight queen sono i i and I definitely would give that high praise check that out on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen check it out I think that's I think you'll
3: I'm surprised nobody said October faction on Netflix because I, I have that on the list, but I haven't watched it
4: yet. <laughs> I, I didn't wa- watch like the first episode, and I never went back to it
1: oh wow yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know I if I watched Rolling Academy.
1: Umbrella Academy, yeah, I watched Umbrella Academy, yeah, that was good.
2: Yeah, I I rewatched that again too. Um, There's so many things I love about the Umbrella Academy. I'm so hyped that they got picked up for season two, and hopefully, you know, we'll see it before we die.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I just thought of the other thing I saw was um, the platform. I watched that on Netflix too. That that's yes. a, that's a that's a good movie, but who? It's rough. It's rough. It's, just, it's a little dour. It's a little dour for these times. For these times, it's not a good one to yes, watch.
0: It
1: it's not a good one to watch for these times. It's good, though, <laughs> but for mm-hmm. these times, it's a little rough. It's a little rough. Ain't no sunshine on the platform. That's all I can say. Ooh.
4: Yeah, I, I, there was, I, I didn't like the ending. The ending didn't stick for me.
1: I mean, it, it does kind of like just come right. almost out of nowhere, you know like, what I mean?
4: concept is amazing and then when you hear it well, I don't think this ruins anything but when you hear that it's like a metaphor for a, the economy yes. or like how money is treated like it makes a lot of sense. But then that ending it just flushes everything, yeah. you know. But other than that, it was alright.
1: Kamisha Martin saying that she just uh she's watching uh Queen Sono so far so good, hoping it stays that way. All right. Most definitely. Thank That's you for cool. thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, checking it out.
2: All right, least... uh, Speaking of movies that are finance based. Oh, sorry, we we're talking about things we we're watching. No, um, no, no. was no. a movie I watched a couple months ago. <clears throat> at this point, so it's definitely still on Netflix. Called The Laundromat.
1: Oh, I saw that with um, was... Jeffrey Wright.
2: Yes, and Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas. So that is what caught me first. I said, Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas in the same film? <laughs> you watch now. Yes, please. Thank you, sir. Not knowing what the frick it was about. Basically, it talks about this real-life story of these two dudes who were laundering money through all these dummy accounts all up and down the Caribbean and, put, and just pretty much squandering people's money. And when they came to like collect on whatever their claim was, they found out like it's all BS. And the cool thing about it was like, you see example, like you see some of the stories of the people that it affects. And some of the, sto- like these true stories that happened were wild. Like one, one woman, Oh God, I don't even want to give it away. Anyway, I watched it blind. So just knowing that Antonio Banderas and Gary Oldman is in it. And then here comes Jeffrey Wright. Oh my God. And there's Meryl Streep, right, you know, right. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, and the fact that it's based on a true story is wild. And right now, the way the economy is going makes it even more mind-blowing. So definitely check that out, too, if you're into Isn't that kind of comedy. Stuff. It's kind of like a dark comedy, w- too. Yeah. It is. They build it like it was a dark comedy. But then when you watch it, you're like, wait, this this ain't funny. It's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> this ain't real. And then when you find out that it's real, you're like, oh, that's not funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey,
1: Jason, letting us know that he's watching Clone Wars and also what we do in the dark and Queen Sono. Another, sure, another vote for Queen Sono. People love, loving Queen Sono. Told you.
2: All right, Triple Nation, I hear you. I'll watch it. Good Gosh.
1: stuff. Good stuff. Watch his sister yeah, do
2: Another it. thing that seems like it's
4: kind of taken off for these docu series. It seems like they're like a million and one of mm-hmm. these now because Tiger King was the first one. Since then, you told me about "Mixed Scumbags." I watched that, and then um, I also started watching the one um, about the uh, the the drug how uh, to how to how to fix, how to a, fix drug a drug
1: scandal. scandal
4: how to fix a drug scandal about the Massachusetts lab technicians.
1: That yeah, were
4: both, like both uh, crime labs in the state of Massachusetts were corrupt, and um, basically people were filing out false reports, taking the drugs, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like in Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Wow. It, it that I started I, I haven't finished that one. Yeah, that one is that one is deep. That one yeah. is definitely deep. That
4: McDonald's one wasn't um surprising though. Like I never expected that game to be legit. I oh, the, don't know if I just felt it through the force, but I never thought a real person actually won any of that money.
1: The now, McDonald's one, McMillions. Surprising. It's surprising is just that it's just that you don't expect to see the cast of like Almost literally the cast of The Sopranos mixed up with the McDonald's Monopoly game, but like it's they like the Sopranos. It's like this Tony Soprano big belly dude just walking in this joint is that joint yeah, is funny. That joint is funny. Wait, what? It's called. What Mc- are we talking about? I thought we were talking about a. It's a docu series. Is a docu? So, oh well, he, he he jumped. He 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 leaped.
2: He leaped. Yeah. Oh, what's happened?
4: So McMillions, the McDonald's. um May, uh, Monopoly. Monopoly game was right. rigged. There's never been a legitimate winner of the million dollars of that game.
2: Well, yeah, every
4: but, but, person that was <laughs> won was related to this person and southern to this person. Like it was an inside game. Like nobody legitimately won any of that McDonald's money. It's not that
1: it was. It, it's not that it was never. But for a good, can
4: prove to me it was. <laughs> 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 and the last time, none of this legit. Like the last time they run it.
1: So, and it's a system in place. So it has been going on. It, it hasn't been going on, but it is it is crazy. And, and it wasn't just million dollars, people. People were like winning like 50,000. This boy literally had like the winning tickets in his freezer. <laughs> and he was like, yes.
2: I knew, not, it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it.
1: And not, it. And not only were they just it. in his freezer, they were in I his freezer it. in like those little plastic, like, like, cases you would get it out of, like, the gumball machines. He had them separated. He had them separate, like, like a whole bunch of them in the gumball machine. And when he would go out to to sell them, he, like, put them, like, in a... Of all places, he'd carry them in a McDonald's bag in his car and then go to whoever he got to hook up with and sell it off to him. And the deal was that he would sell you the winning ticket, and then you had to split the prize with him
2: 50-50. So whatever, John, you needed, if you had Boardwalk, he had Park Place. Oh, no, 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 no. He just had the
1: winning... No,
4: he's giving you a million dollar ticket, like instant win.
1: Yeah, it's a one of those instant yeah. win Johns.
4: Yeah, so I give Whoa. this to you, and then we split the money. Mm-hmm. But it's not really a split, because the money is in your name. So after you give me 500000 and you pay taxes then you get what's left. Mm. So yeah, protection.
1: Got. Yeah, it was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It was great. Crazy. It was great. It's great. It's a good John. It's a good John. Hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so that's what we've been watching and thank you for sharing what you've been watching as well. Each and every one of you out there, I see in the Facebook stream, somebody shouted out the, uh, Aaron Hernandez story. Um, that's a good docu-series that's out there right now as well, so you might want to check that out. Uh, tonight, we have gathered together to talk about my so-called quarantine life. You've heard, this is what we're all doing right now. We're all sitting sitting in our homes. We're commiserating with one another. You've got these Zoom chats jumping off. Me and my family do Zoom chats on Fridays. A lot of people do Zoom chats with their family and their friends. Um People are podcasting in place, such as the Tribbles here. Um, But recently, it looks like, at least in the coming weeks, that slowly and surely things will start to open up a little bit. Uh, Actually, well, if a bunch of people in Michigan have their way, it'll open up in an hour. Uh, cause that made absolutely no sense. I don't know if any of you are aware that there was a st- literal almost a stampede on the Capitol in Michigan to try and force the governor to uh, lift the stay at home orders by the, all these protesters who, Eric, <laughs> funnily said, like, really, I got to go to a protest and y'all got to take all your guns. to, so like, why do you ne- need to take your guns to a protest? Isn't that what you were talking about, E?
4: Yes. Um, I am very pro-gun, but at the same time, just because you're protesting, why are you armed to protest? Um, Every Black Life Matters is a very nonviolent protest. But, you know, we still get painted as <laughs> You know, everything under the sun. Right. Yet, people show up. <clears throat> Good catch.
1: Yeah, people Thank you. I appreciate that. With
4: <laughs> just to protest. Like if it's your First Amendment, like you can speak and we can have a disagreement and you don't need to be armed for any part of that. Uh, much less like negating social distancing and you're blocking downtown traffic. Like people can't get to work. People that work at hospitals can't get to work. Ambulances can't get through. Like, none of this is... How is this productive for society at all? Like, if you need to protest, protest. But, like, do what you got to do. Like, don't have other people's lives at risk. Like, if you want to protest staying at home, I, I need you to also protest being treated if you catch this. I would appreciate that because so we don't waste resources on you. Because you don't believe this is a real thing anyway. So I need you to go home and just sit tight with your own little personal flu and not worry about... <laughs> uh, don't, don't come to the hospital when you get it or this. Don't come to us then. Like, stay right. at your protest then. So, it ain't real. Keep thinking what you're thinking and give all your friends a high five for me.
0: But I have to go <laughs> get my tattoo and, and get my nails And get done. my hair done and all this and all that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. You know what? It no. ain't worth it.
1: I don't understand. What I don't understand is that even if you want to believe that this is some kind of hype. First of all, I don't know how you can believe this is hype, but if you believe that this is some type of hype, every day. And never, mind, never mind nine. the never mind the numbers because sometimes you know, you know, numbers to certain people can just be numbers, right? But
4: every so imagine that there is a name behind every sixty thousand of those deaths.
1: Exactly, and a
4: family attached to each one of those.
1: Name. And every day on social media or on news, there is, they do like a little personal story. You know, they try and bring one of those lives to you. You know what I mean? Present someone actually that died, a, a name behind these numbers. They are not making up these stories. You know, they are not making up that some mother of four who was on her way to recovery thought that she recovered all of a sudden had a relapse and within three hours of her relapse was dead at home. You know what I mean? That happened just two days ago. They're not making this stuff up. That's that's not hype, ladies and gentlemen. Then nobody wants to get on air and just pretend that I lost a loved one, I lost my baby. I lost my mother. You know, so to to say that this is is hype and it's and More it's or political or or that is there's a political bent to this. Is just the it's like the height of I don't even want to but say stupidity, but it's just it's F9 just nine and ridiculous. It's hoop. Ah.
0: we listen. We all know that it's five G coming from eating bats. And if you just drink some UV bleach, you'll be fine.
2: Man, listen,
0: we've all figured that. Out. You know what? I actually
3: had a conversation with a coworker about that, and he was like, he was really hyped. He's like, "Yeah, this video's out there proof of somebody getting sick from five to five G waves." I'm like, "Okay, we're just gonna sit in this car ride for the rest. of Just want me signed for the rest of this car ride. We're done."
1: And, those, and the people who, if you don't know what they're referring to, they're referring to that 5G that you see on your cell phone. They're saying the waves of that is what it's causing Wait,
0: you yours is 5? Mine is still 4. Am I, am I I'm not cool <laughs> like that? No. Oh, man. I, I mean, if that's the it. case,
2: then I'm I'm straight, because this is definitely it. probably a 3. <laughs> 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 don't worry, the 5s are get holla, you. Holler. Holler. at me. I but 3G... 3G? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta put no, this I'm. Go I'm ahead. Lying. I'm LTE. I'm bigger than that.
0: Sorry. I gotta put this boy to bed. I'll get at y'all later. All right. All, right. All, right. All right.
1: Thanks for hanging, bro. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So, so, but here's the thing. Um, the truth is, though, is that the doors are going to soon be swinging open in the in the coming weeks. they have to open eventually? Right. Uh. And my question to you, to the Tribbles, and to everyone out there watching us and listening is what are we gonna do? Like, do we celebrate that the doors are open? Or, or you know, how trepidatious, are, how trepidatious are you about the next step? What is your next step once you open the, open the door? When is the right time to open the door? What do you think? <clears throat>
4: Well, uh, they have, like, a metric in place. I think they want to see, like, a rate of, like, 0. 0.3 infections per, like, 100,000 people. Right. Whatever that means. Like, basically, we stopped the curve. We flattened it out. But we needed to go down. You right. know what I mean? So, like, right now, we're still plateauing. It's still, like, it leveled off. But it's not going down. So, we still have, like, a steady number of infections coming in, 1,200, 1,300 per day. Mm. And that's just the state of, like, Pennsylvania. That's not nationally so we um we kind of like still need to have precautions in place like you cannot (laughs) reduce uh, social distancing and all that kind of thing you can open up more things but not like social places you know what i mean once you start opening more things have more people at work safely you know that will ease some of the economic tension that's happening now but you can't just open up everything and be like go nuts it's spring break like don't do that don't be georgia and hasn't hit your peak yet, and then already opening up. Like, you don't want to do that. But if you're slowly, like uh, Governor Wolf has a three-phase approach, red, yellow, green. Right now we're in red, stay-at-home orders, uh, essential personnel only going to work on the road, only leave your house for emergency or essential needs. And then uh, after May 8th, next Friday, he's phasing it down to, I want to say, phase yellow. So I want to say tomorrow, uh, like, state parks can open back up, which are open, but then, like, the facilities and parks, like the bathrooms, the business center, stuff like that, will be open mm. again. Still not playgrounds, because they don't want kids to congregate or all touch the same thing, play on the same thing. So still right. not that, but you can still go out for, like, exercise, fresh air, things like that. Um, you still want to avoid people, keep a distance. You still want to wear your mask. But you can, you know, begin to do more if you're able to do those things, kind of like you went to the market and did it, you know? But you could still have numbers go up when you start to do this.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah. Go ahead, Kennedy.
2: So the the to to put some roots into that, in 1918, San Francisco got hit with the flu harder than any other major US city. It practically decimated the population to the point where everybody had to wear masks. There was propaganda. Wear your mask, it's for your health and your safety. Da, 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 da. Then the the economy started to fluster. Mm -hmm. And there was a sudden push, you know, the numbers had plateaued. They got it under control, more or less. And they were like, hey, everybody, you can go back to work and fuck the masks. Excuse me, screw those masks. (laughs) And they saw a spike over the next like six months, like 600 more people died. Like it just reared out of control because people were so excited to get outside. They didn't stop to actually contain the problem and think about people's safety first. Right. And I, I think ultimately that is extremely dangerous now, more so than ever, because statistically, the essential workers, um, right, the essential workers, the jobs that the, the, the food workers, the delivery people, are predominantly Black and Brown people, and we're suffering and dying from this disease at disproportionate rates to the rest of the population. Black people make up. 13% of the population in this country, and yet we're somewhere near 60, 70% of the deaths for this disease, which is obscene when you think about that. How is 13% of the population less than a quarter of the population account for more than half of the deaths regarding here? And it, it There are systemic things in place that are facilitating this to happen. Lots of things that we have been talking about for Generations at this point that are culminating in, in this crisis at this time uh, in this particular way, that to ask anybody, certainly, but to ask us, of all people, to go back to work before we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's safe is the most disrespectful thing I have ever freaking heard. As far as I see it, I'm... My, <laughs> ancestors died and suffered for the sake of this economy. I'm not doing it. But at the same time, because of capitalism, we all have to worry about how are we paying these bills? How am I paying this rent? How am I keeping these lights on? How am I keeping this internet going so I can work from home? And we get trapped in this circle of let me just shut the F up, do my job so I can stay afloat and be too tired and stressed out and exhausted to actually focus on the larger issue. And I what's been stressing me out the first month of this was how do we organize that? Because that brings up an issue where you have to start hipping people to different per- ways of thought, right? If your only reference of society is capitalistic, then it's going to be really, really hard for you to imagine a society where there's a labor party, where that there's somebody... In, go- in politics that is representative of you and all of your working class needs that you've elected to put there. And that's their only position. They cannot be influenced by big pharma or big oil or any other company that might sway them in a way that cannot work in your favor. Um, it, trying to get people on that wave has been the most frustrating thing because this is the time. Right. All the other major companies, companies, all the major countries, developed countries who've had their political revolutions off of the heels of some type of economic or medical crisis have had this revolution. Right. They've reformed how they do politics and it's completely changed. That's why they've been able to lock down the spread of these things in these countries quicker than we have been able to do. And it's like it's the most frustrating thing ever because we have all of the examples laid out for us. Like Everything that history has put out, everything the internet can put in front of you, and the literal example of what happened just on the other side of the ocean a couple months ago. And for some reason, people are so wrapped up in their own tedium that they can't bring themselves to put their foot down and be like, no, I'm not going back to work. You're going to cancel my rent. You're going to cancel my bills. You're going to give me money so I can eat. And when we're all healthy and when it's clear to go back to work, we can all restart. And don't sit here and tell me that you can't do it because you bailed out these banks just a couple years ago. You just sent jets overhead that cost how many hundreds of thousands of dollars to fuel, pilot, get off the ground. But you can't tell me money, bro. Like, don't sit here and tell me you don't got pockets. I know it because I gave it to you and my paycheck. It's the most frustrating thing ever. And I apologize to go off on this rant. I hope it made sense and it was linear in terms of how I was able to get this across. But it's been real hard, man, having to, to, to be cognizant of this sort of thing, trying to communicate that with the community behind closed doors in a way that can be retained and then acted upon. Amen. Hello? Okay. 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 I was like, "Oh no, please, Lord!" <laughs> 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 you let you
4: go. We ain't want to interrupt. Yeah, you was pre- I appreciate
2: you. But, you know, I appreciate that. Absolutely
4: right. And and as a healthcare worker, like I don't feel supported or appreciated by no, by, not by nobody's flyover. And guess what? When they flew over, I was at work. So I don't right. know. I didn't even get to go outside and see nobody fly for nothing anyway. I went to YouTube it's after, but I have it because you know life and it doesn't matter. So right. I, I don't know how what that is an actual show or quote unquote gesture of, especially when people go outside and congregate in groups and clumps and around you know monuments and places where they're not supposed to be to see it. Mm-hmm. This so is it's really propaganda.
2: Not with that it's propaganda. This has happened in every single dictatorship over the course of humanity every time some power gets into gets into control and is doing some weird behind manipulative thing with the masses they got to send out propaganda to distract everybody from the actual problem and it's like how many books how much time needs to pass how many movies how many countries need to fall how many dictatorships need to crumble how many people need to die before we can get out of our own behinds for just a minute and realize this ain't about me and how I'm inconvenienced right now. You think I'm okay, Triple Nation? I haven't watched a baseball game yet this year. Are you aware of how not okay I am? But do you see me outside standing in front of citizens back like, y'all gonna open this up for me? No, because that's insane. There's people are dying. Like, it's not about the fact that I miss baseball. It's about the fact that people can get killed if I go to see that. So, like, get over yourselves. Be in convenience for like two point five months and show the freak out, so that we could all be healthy and get back to work too. Karen, damn. Wow, um, that's two. I'm done now. I promise. No, no, no it's, it's cool. It's cool.
1: It's cool. It, it's truth. It is truth. Um, The truth of the matter is Budweiser, because Merka <laughs> the, the, the thing is, though, regardless, regardless of what you may think about people's need to restart the economy or anything like that, and I'm not even talking about restarting the economy. I'm honestly just talking about just just being able to step outside. You're talking about you're talking about Kennedy about. Um, being, you know, uh, uh, going not not watching baseball, um, and they're making plans to try and. Start up the baseball season. It's starting like some maybe maybe a bubble city in, in in Arizona that they think is not going to we're not going to have some type of uh, infection or anything like that. And that, and and that is all around. Yes, they want to say like you know yeah you know because we want to bring sports to you. No, that's all about the money. We know that's all about mm-hmm. the all about the money. They want that revenue, that ad revenue that they're going to be Run that
2: out. MLB subscription. True, and and, and, and you go and pay for these blackout dates.
1: And, and that's also that's also be mindful that the players who are saying like hey you know I'm down with it uh, not for nothing they're also interested in getting their paychecks too as well but I'm talking about just the the you think
2: they're not getting paid Uh,
1: they're yeah yeah yeah, there, there are there are, there are some stipulations in contra- in contracts where you know even if, okay even if you are getting paid you may not be getting your regular salary and if your lifestyle is based on a certain salary and now you're not getting it mm. I'm just saying because I know it's something that actually really hit hard on. Um, A lot of basketball players, you know, uh, because their season was stopped right in the not in the middle, but towards the end. And then there was a whole bunch of games that weren't played that they didn't get paid for. You know, it's like straight up. They didn't they they didn't get paid. Um, But 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 I'm not even thinking so much about that because we could go all day about about that and the propaganda and everything like that. But I'm just talking about just the simple fact of being able to walk outside, being able to Open your door, walk outside, see two people coming down the street and you feeling comfortable enough to still proceed outside and not wait for them to pass. I'm talking about when is it comfortable enough to go into your your corner store and you see that there's two or three people there and you maybe like hold back because you don't want to be all that tight you know when is it going to be okay for us to do that for because as many people who are still doing that most people aren't most people are are in the are in the house and as much as the you know the news is trying to get people rallied up about opening up their doors and taking off these stay-at-home um provisions that everybody are 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 under the majority of the country is like, hey, I'm not stepping out until everything's clear, you know, until like y'all know absolutely that things are straight. When is that going to be? And what is that? What does straight look like? I mean, I know, E, you're talking about the curve and everything like that, but when, but the average person is not following the, the rate of the curve. The average person, honestly, is not even following the numbers. They're just following what they hear in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Word of mouth. What does the... Uh, w- what does it's okay to come outside look like?
3: It probably won't be until... Honestly, it probably won't be until next year. After
1: next year? Okay. 2021?
3: that's when people are going to really feel comfortable because you got to get through the wintertime of the flu season. So that's going to be big on people.
1: That's true. And then,
3: and then now, like, people like me, like, if I sneeze, like, I don't want somebody looking at me the wrong way just because I have allergies. Mm. That, and that's another issue. Like, people, you sneeze the wrong way, you're like, oh, you got this, you something wrong with you. No, it's my allergies, it's seasonal allergies. It happens every year. And people don't take that into effect as well. Uh, but now it shows, like, it shows all these companies, like, most of your people can work from home. You really mm-hmm. don't need them in the office, honestly. And all those people who were fighting, like who were fighting for it, now it proves their point. Everybody mm-hmm. can still get everything done from home. So if you're really not needing the office, there you go. You can still work from home. Now, you can go out. I will say, like, yeah, go outside. It's probably fine. Um, summertime is going to be hard for a lot of people because mm-hmm. you know they—that's when it's going to spike. Right. Yep. And you, they're going to do something with the kids who have been home with them for the past couple months. So they got to get them out of the house and do stuff with them. And it's, it's, that's when it's going to really become an issue because everybody's going, not going to be someone stuck in the house. They're going to want to go down to the beach and just get out, just get out and go somewhere, just be out of the house. So, I mean, I, honestly, it's probably really won't be until like maybe next summer.
1: Well, e you've got two, you've got two children. You've got like a, a, a budding teenager there and a young toddler. You know, I do. What does it? How are they coping with it? Because they pretty much are like stuck in a house. You know, just into uh, themselves. When are you going to feel are, comfortable?
4: But like, a it's like everything they want to do. So I can stay home and not go to school. What else do I need? All right, that's the eleven-year-old, four-year-old. I don't have to go to grandma's house and I'm just in the house with mommy all day? Bet. So, like, they are having a ball. Like, they're not... We, they know there's a virus, you know, so they're aware. I've heard her say virus. It's kind of funny. But mm-hmm. they're aware, and we tell them, you know, they mask up when we go out. They know, you know, wash their hands when you come in from outside and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how well it sinks in, but, like, I just try to reinforce, like, you know, well, especially with the four-year-old. Like, you can't, you know, see your friends Or, you know, you can't go, you know, we can't go play with people or you can't go to the playground. You can go out back. But then, like, if the kids are in the backyard across the thing, then you can't. You know what I mean? So, like, you just kind of have to, like, explain it in terms that they do. Mm -hmm. Or if you go outside, stay on the porch and just, like, stay on the porch because everybody else is keeping their distance. But, like, yeah, it's going to be like a long time before things are, quote unquote, normal again cause like the virus isn't going anywhere. Even if we get a control on the spread, it'll still be out there, you know what I mean? Um, and, until it's like, quote unquote, eradicated. So it, it's definitely going to be a year or more before like things are quote unquote, like just like free Willy, everything open, green light again, like stage green, everything's fine, yeah, a year or more.
2: I'm glad you I'm glad you phrased it like that. Like everything is green to open instead of back to normal. Because it's times like these that we have an opportunity to really examine what normal was, and if that's worth going back to, right? Obviously, we all want to go outside, especially as the weather gets nicer. We do want to go to the beach, we want to go to the woods, we want to go to ball games, we want to go visit our our loved ones, you know, our friends, our family. But at the same time, you know, not not adhering to an, an, a pattern that will prevent the spread of disease only going to it's only going to make it worse for us in the short term. But then in the long term, coming back from that, we can see, as Dante was saying, that some of the things that would have made a lot of people's lives easier um, are suddenly going to be called into question again. For that person who has a chronic illness where you know two to three times out the week, out the month, it's hard for them to get out of bed, let alone put their clothes on and go to work. Yeah. They can suddenly be just as productive as their coworkers, if not more so. Um, so now you're seeing the true value of their you know, participation in your company, and you need to restructure how you do things. Mm-hmm. Um, people not being able to pay their bills, people not being able to get their medicine, people not being able to keep lights on, paying mortgages and whatnot really starts to call into question how – our infrastructure is and, and how our healthcare system can continue if it's capitalist in nature, if it's meant to make money, but people aren't making money and they're still getting sick. So it, it, normal might not be beneficial for us when this is all said and done, With if and when we finally do hunker down and get rid of this thing in its entirety, not just chill with the plateau and somehow get comfortable in life with wearing a mask yeah. everywhere yeah. you go. So Yes, all of us absolutely 110% want to go outside again and see our friends and hug. But we have to think about the long term, what, what I said before. And if this is the time for a political revolution, and it's perfect that we even get to this point because uh, Will Nguyen... Uh, just hit us, hit me up on Instagram. He says, "Greetings from the Star Trek communist." Now, if you all, Triple Nation, you you three right here, Dante, I, don't, I know you won't remember, but you and uh, Lennon and Eric here, if y'all remember when we did Star Trek: Mission New York back in '16 for the 50th anniversary, we did our Into Blackness panel, and the dude stood up with his pristine leisure uniform mm-hmm. and told us how much he appreciated the show. We have stayed in touch ever since, um, and a lot of his content on Instagram talks about methods of government outside of what we have presently. So stuff that isn't democratic in nature, stuff that isn't capitalist in nature. Um, and it it really has changed my way of thinking in terms of what normal is and whether or not that's worth getting back to. But also now seeing that this uh, change in how we govern ourselves can, in fact, help so many people, not only right now, but going forward, has uh, been really... Good to see. Um, and also, like, adding to the fever of wanting to get it out there. Like, hey, look, there's other ways we can do things. Look at this. Look at this. Can you imagine not having to pay to go to the hospital? Woo! Perish the thought. Well, look at Dante's away screen. Yo, I was about to roast you, dog. I was about to be like, look at this fly behind, slick behind, professional behind. I'm going to just leave this here while I go refuel my hand sanitizer real fast. <laughs> Let me let me dust off my uh, spawn figure back here. Let me wipe that down. There you go, Al. you good. I see you, Triple. I see you.
4: But, like, one thing definitely, though, it's definitely pointed out a lot of flaws in our system. And I would love it if this were the precipice for change, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, to get a lot of things done. But that's the exact opposite of what the right wants, you know what I mean? And I don't want to get political, but it... It is in so many ways, like, and for so many many wrong reasons, like paid sick leave, uh, people being able to have like, uh, insurance, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like our whole insurance system is flawed. Like there's so many improvements that we could make from this. Every state's uh, unemployment system is outdated. There's no reason Mm -hmm. some states say, oh, you got to fax in your form if you want unemployment in 2020. Like right. there are so many, fact machines machine? in so many systems and, 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 and fact they don't machine? want to fix them. But then we're seeing these flaws and we're exposed going forward means improving all of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, preferably. I think we should, I would like it.
3: Yeah. I mean, going with that point, like it shows a lot how most of these companies are just out of touch with everything. How you're not prepared for any kind of situation that may happen where you have to have your employees can't come in. It's just, it's ridiculous. Like for me, as being an IT perspective, like when it for everything first kind of happened, I was deploying at least, I want to say maybe 40 PCs within a week to 40 different people who needed them.
1: Mm -hmm. Because we weren't ready. Right,
3: right. And you try and get 40 PCs done by yourself. That's a lot. That's a lot of computers to get ready for people. And then try and explain to some of these folks who are not the best who are not computer savvy like how to do mm-hmm. everything from home, you know, when they're just used to coming in and doing it. But yeah, it just it just really just goes to show like nobody's really prepared for any of this. The companies <laughs> that were prepared or people who were prepared, they're they were in good shape, but so back to what you're saying, the state, some of these states are not even, with their uh, state's uh, services, are not even prepared for anything. They still weren't on, like, stuff from, like, early 2000s. So.
1: Well, the, I mean, like uh, Eric says, as, you know, this is kind of like, you show... The warts of our system definitely show at a time when something happens that we are are unprepared for, you know, Um, and it's happened all the time. It happened that it happened in 9-11 and in some to some degree and it's happening here. Um, And some would say that because 9-11 as horrific uh, uh, an event as that was, was still happened in Particular sites, as opposed to something that is worldwide. You know mm-hmm. the 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 breakdown of multiple systems. Because don't think that there weren't other other systems in other countries that you know were um, called on a carpet in and caught by surprise as well. You know uh, the 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 wars in all multiple systems have are shown through something that let's face it. It is literally something out of a movie. It's something that, you know, people said, yeah, sure, it can happen. And despite, and and even if you think that, okay, something like this has close to happen, has happened in 1918. And and history shows that it's happened in other other places uh, throughout time. Even then, it still feels like, yeah, but... Is not going. You still don't think it's going to going to happen again. Uh, I think one of the biggest the biggest warts that that has shown is that whatever level of preparedness we may have had. Now I'm just only speaking about the United States. We were more called on the carpet because of some of the things that have been going on in our federal government over the last four years since 2016 Mm -hmm. and some of the dismantling of you know uh processes and programs that were put in place to be to not only be on the lookout for things like this or to damp down when things like this happened or to shoulder our preparedness for something like this happening all of those things have been have been uh decimated over the last four years, you know, and I'm yep. not giving no, I'm not giving any of the past presidents a pass either, because some of them have, you know, been court court looking on some stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But the wholesale dismantling of our government and 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 not only our our government, but our faith in one another, and that we now can don't even. You know, no. It, never mind. You don't trust the media, but now sometimes you don't even trust your neighbor anymore because of the because of just the the forces at work um, that are stemming from Washington D.C. right now is really just.
2: Ah, oh, okay. All right. All right. This is the first hour. Of Black. That Tribes. was. That was. That was very very controlled of you, Len. I could see you. <laughs> Fighting every part of your tongue, and I want to just be like, just say it. We all know what you're saying. Just say it. We no. all know. Just say all it. Gotta be political. He's so correct. He's got to be, listen, you don't, you're not a captain right now, okay? <laughs> you ain't got no pips on. The shipping quarantine too. They still scrubbing that jaw. Just say what you got to say. See, look at you. Look at you. What is that, a blood ice orange? Dude.
1: No, it's a uh, red tart apple.
2: Boring. I was about to judge you harshly. <laughs> I have to be like, Look, I don't care how bad it is. You let me know when it gets to that point. Dude, I will never I will I never let you do this again. <laughs>
1: uh you're listening to Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> streaming live on Facebook on uh Facebook Facebook on Triple Nation, YouTube on Black Tribbles, and you're also checking us out. On WPPM LP Philadelphia Philly Cam Radio. That's right. We're back on the radio. Philly Cam is still broadcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Even though we are, we're broadcasting in place. We're still mm-hmm. bringing you that responsibly. Responsibly, we are. We are all in separate locations, um, but trying to bring you that tripleness that we do. Um,
3: you sure, I'm in the bat base, man. I thought that's where I was. At.
1: You are not in the bat base. I'm uh,
3: sure. You sure? <laughs> I'm not, you just, like, I thought I was in the bat base. My bad. No,
1: no, you was nah, not. You, no, nah, nah, bro. Nah, bruh. Don't even start that. Don't even start. <laughs> Don't even start that. No, no, no shade. Because your spot is lit. Your spot is lit. But the bat base is under construction right now. I'm laying the floor this week, dog. Trust me, the bat base is gonna be redunk, and it's gonna be redunk. I just unfolded my new origami bookshelves.
4: Ugh, I'm about to fly. Anyway, I'm sorry. Get the lighting right.
1: Oh, the lighting is, the, the lighting it's gonna is proper. Trying, right? It's going to have different colors. going to have mood lighting. Oh, the,
4: Yo, he's going
2: he's to have an overhead rig with its own boom system on a remote control. So we get to cut the whole staff in
1: Trust me, I was looking at that John. That John's like, you know, like the Amazon day. I might have to wait for Amazon day for that. No! But that John, John doesn't look fly. It does look fly.
2: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Okay, so, <clears throat> um, not necessarily to lighten the mood, but just kind of shift things a little bit. So mm-hmm. I want to, I want to just, you know, we're talking about, you know, um, what the new, new normal is going to be, right? So I want to kind of like get an idea of what new normal is going to be. Uh, Kennedy, you at talked about baseball and how baseball is not happening here in the United States. Over in Korea, the Korean Baseball League has actually they've I think they've played uh two or three um like exhibition game well what it is exhibition games and they're about to start up their season and they're already geared that they're going to be playing all in mask all in empty stadiums and then just streaming the streaming the games um on on television uh and it looks like that may be what is in, in store for us for for baseball but suppose kennedy you're <sighs> jonesing for baseball and they say okay the Phillies are playing today today A- Today, well, not today, but tomorrow. They're playing this weekend. They're playing this weekend. They're they're opening up Citizen Bank Park. It's free. K. Bells, are you there? No. When and okay, but when you go to the baseball game, when will you feel safe? Will you feel safe just to be in there? Or do you want to feel safe to, you know, be like it was or close to as it was before?
2: Well, so the first part of your question, no, I'm not going to a free baseball game if it starts this weekend because no one's clear yet, and I don't want to die. Thanks. I love base. I'll watch, right? I'll catch y'all on the flip, but I'm not going down there. That sounds dangerous. Um, Now, in terms of when we can actually go to a game and be around people and enjoy that synergy. When it's clear, when when no one is dying from the COVID nineteen virus. If that isn't until next year, I guess we all gonna be watching some vintage stuff on YouTube in the meantime, between time, uh get my little field of dreams in, maybe I don't know, but I you know, I I don't feel comfortable going to places that are densely populated when there's a virus around. Like that's that's just
1: I feel you. I feel you. I, what I don't understand this is one thing I don't understand because and, and Eric, you had mentioned it how they're going to be opening up the the state parks, but they, but I don't understand. I don't see where state park. Why why are we open to state parks? Like if 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 we're opening, if things are slowly opening, to me. Slowly opening is okay. the The hospitals are already open. The police are already open. So maybe if if transit has stopped, maybe transit starts running a little bit, you know, closer to a normal schedule. You know, um, the grocery stores are still open, so maybe, which means the farms are still open. Well, well, yeah. The, the farms they, they are they have been they've been open, and they're they're wanting, you know, people to to come buy this food that like there's meat. Packing plans to go out, bit. like, what? What is the next step? What's that next phase? What should that next phase? Because to me, bars, bars to me are not the next phase to be open. No, to me, bars,
4: bars, restaurants, not, open, not, not restaurants, gymnasiums, not movie theaters. Yeah. Um, basically, like you would need to be able to establish six feet of social distance, right? You want to keep that even out inside of a business. So if you're shopping around supermarket six feet away from people. Supermarkets are pretty roomy. As long as there's not too many people in there, you can do that. Restaurants, you got to change the seat structure. Schools, mm-hmm. you got to move all the desks apart. Movie mm-hmm. theaters, you got to like, or at a game, you got to sell every sixth seat. But if mm-hmm. I'm going with somebody I live in the same house with, that should be fine. But then how are they going to F&O? You know what I mean? Right. Like, so there's still like a lot to determine, right? Yeah. You can't be in Vegas like, oh, yeah, open the casinos, but then don't give nobody no guidance as to how you can help do that.
1: How can you You open the casinos in Vegas? You can't. The slot machines are literally on top of one another.
4: You go to a table to play a game with a person. You got to, like, put up a little uh, sneeze guard between you and them you gotta make sure y'all not touching the same things. Either gotta be digital so you're not touching chips anymore. Like there's a whole like you have to come up with a whole new system. Either a card or something like a Dave & Buster power card. Maybe you gamble with that or something like that. The strip club oh, I have no idea how you do the strip club. Yo, I'm not getting no lap dances during COVID nineteen. You can put Even your PPE
3: gear on. That's what you do. You just put your PPE gear on.
2: The little face mask. protect the your mask, eyes, the you know whole gown.
3: Yup, the yep, mask
4: exactly gown. You, you you know what you can anymore. do
2: instead of wonder in the meantime, between time, instead of wondering about when strip clubs will open, you can donate to the sex workers that you jerk off to when you watch Prone Hub and make sure that they're OK right now because the sex workers aren't doing well either. And if we have to be candid about this, let's be candid about this. Right. We're all adults here. Mostly we all partake <laughs> in in adult entertainment. And if you've watched some why of do you, those- why do you think Dante's
1: uh, been dipping out? <laughs>
2: right <laughs> if you if you watch if you, you know, watch tra- if you partake this is, this, this is on my
1: only
3: fans sir i'm trying to get my only fans page started look like just like <laughs> listen, everybody else
2: listen 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 you can't sit there and slut shame strippers slut shame sex workers and then turn around and watch Pornhub for hours like that's not how this works so now that you cannot go to a little strip club that you cannot you know, interact with these uh, individuals face-to-face or cheek-to-cheek, if whatever you prefer, that you can still find ways to compensate them because they still are working in some fashion. So there's that. Um, But as far as um, what Eric was saying, uh, how do we facilitate going still having had the contagion under control, is, like, that's going to really isolate how people are able to go about business as well. Cause the only companies that are able to remain open and function during this time are folks who are, you know, the larger corporations, people who got money, the people who aren't paying their, their workers reasonable wages or hazard pay right, right now, right. the farms and, and, and all of that. Um, I feel like people almost need to, in, in terms of when will we feel safe being around people again? Like, I only ever. Yeah. On the one hand, I got to say people being able to like call somebody out for being more than six feet apart from a person has been in my limited venture spaces, really comforting from a woman's perspective. Right now I can outwardly say, that's too close. I need you to back up. Right, back up, and right. not worry about some dude be like, "Oh, come on, baby, don't be like that. Why you me? Why light skin's always mad? Like, you know what I mean?" I can be like, "Yo, that's too close," and someone be like, "All right, you know, you're right," and and I don't have to worry about any of that. And I, I've read a lot of experiences from other women who have, who have felt that as well. Um, so, is that a normal? We want to go back to? Do we want to go back to a place where I don't have to wear a mask and tell somebody, "Hey, back up." and then be like, "Oh, okay, cool." Like, cuz I I kind of like someone respecting a boundary that I've put up in general.
1: <laughs> Not as true. That's true. Person your your personal boundary space is going to expand a little bit. I think I think that is a legitimate norm that is going to definitely happen. You know, you're going to see people giving you maybe a little bit of a wider berth on on the street or even in, even in line, you know, cause sometimes people can be standing on top of you and stuff like that. I think, yeah.
2: Go ahead. So what you were saying about opening the, the, why the national parks back up because they're a federal institution and whatever funds are, right. are, are, are generated from there. They'll go directly to the government. One, two, um, it enables them to pay those employees right. who've been furloughed at this point. Um, And it provides an opportunity for people to have usually a wide open space where they can practice social distancing and also enjoy, you know, what this country has to offer. The problem is when it comes to a place specifically like Philadelphia, our national park, a lot of people don't know, we have a national park. It's the Independence Hall area. It's one square mile. That's it. Yeah. So how am I social distancing on this Independence Hall tour?
1: You got you gotta you gotta start you've gotta be more strategic and uh how you're limiting those numbers especially on that wide you know the wide uh pavilla that they got there um they got they gotta they're gonna have to put up some kind of like i don't know uh line something to line up they they a number a counter they have to
2: yeah and and they already at this park in particular had something like that in play because you know those places are so much tighter than say a Yosemite or or right, you know anywhere else. A forge. Right, right. Um, so they already had practices like that, so that I'm sure they could probably augment that in some way to be functional here. But if you've been to this park, right, and you know it because it's been your class trip for. All a grade school, you know, took your kids, your nieces and nephews there. I'm not trying to go to this park. What other national park can I go to? Right, okay, Valley right, Forge is cool. Right. And I've been to that, John, too. Eventually, you're going to get tired of the Pennsylvania parks, which means you're going to have to venture outside of your home and potentially spread this if you happen to be asymptomatic. So how safe is a national park, really? Because you won't get sick of your own park. That's true. There's only so many times you can go to Valley Forge and be like, wow. I think what right, we're well, opinion, national people park, die I know, here.
4: I don't know who's like going to a national park to escape quarantine. I'm thinking like state parks and like your local park. You know what I mean. So you can get outside, take a walk, get some fresh air, and get out of the house. You know, escape some cabin fevers, right, stuff yeah. like that. I,
2: I, I go ahead. My parks over. have been open, haven't they? Fairmount Park was open. Fairmont Park has been open. People haven't yeah, been practicing. I, mean, like, I was I there a Fairmont couple Fairmont weeks ago, but bathrooms and stuff. Oh, 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 oh. oh! him, him, like, him, 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 him. Him, 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 him,
1: him. I think we're missing an, an opportunity. We're missing an opportunity to have the uh, the uh return of one of these staples of Ooh, family I time. I, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know if you know where I'm going. Um the, I it, do the return of one of the staples of fa- of 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 family time families uh venturing out their house together as one and um in, in one contained family spot and taking in a piece of entertainment all unto themselves in their own little world um and that is the drive-in movie i, Let's go! I think i think we Let's need to go! Let's get the return of the drive-in movie. Everybody is social distance from everyone because you're all in your cars. So yeah. presumably you're coming with the people that were in your homes. You're safe. Mm-hmm. You're all taken in the films. And back in the day of the of the of the drive-in movie, this was the beautiful thing about back uh-huh. in the day. As the sun starts to, starts to set, that's when the movies start. Because they don't have to start right when it becomes you know pitch black. As the mm-hmm. st- sun starts to set, the movies begin. And when you go, you get a children's movie. You maybe get one or two children's movies, like a, a cartoon short and then a children's movie. Then you would get a family film that, that mm-hmm. is presumably fun for the entire family. Then you would get maybe a PG PG thirteen film, something like that. You said when?
2: You said what? PG thirteen didn't happen until Temple of Doom.
1: Okay, but but there were still there were still some drive-ins when Temple of Doom was out. So, but still drive-ins today. Very few, though. There's right. very, very few. I think we're missing an opportunity to have the return mm-hmm. of the drive in experience. I really, I, 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 and think about it think about it because the drive in experience can be expanded. Beyond, you know, movies. The drive-in to watch the stars in the sky. Drive-in to drive to watch the fireworks. Drive to um, take in a game. You know what I mean? You could. You, you. I mean. I think this is a golden opportunity that people are are sleeping on. I'm pitching this.
4: I don't see him coming back. Yeah, I mean they
3: died out for a reason. They
1: no, no, they I died think- out. They died out because of the Cineplex and stuffing more people into the theaters because you can get more people in there in theaters and you can get more theaters in in those big places. That's what died them out, not the experience itself.
2: And and the expansion of um quote unquote civilization, right? As places started become more popular, more more True. populated, it's been able right. more and more able True. for them to look over their neighbor's yard and catch a glimpse of the of drive in screen. And since you're that close, you could probably piggyback the the uh, the coat hanger well enough that you can catch the radio signal too and not have to pay them anything. So that had a lot to do with it as well. That's why three oh nine shut down. Yeah. That was my jam coming up. I don't know the problem with with finding ways to like, yes, 110%. I love, love, love the idea of going back to drive-ins. I love the idea of a drive up planetarium or whatever. Right. Um, but the problem with reinstituting places that people can not only congregate, but also spend money before the economy has had an opportunity to recover completely may or may not be beneficial as well. Great. It's a, it's a short term, amazing part, but at the end of the day, like if I haven't worked in two months and I'm spending my last money to go to the driving, cause everybody's been cooped up. That's great for now. But how does that help me when this next bill comes around? I hate to be the killjoy about that, but it's real hard to, to have an opportunity. Like Eric was saying, like you were saying, when to completely change how we do things and, Still hold on to some of the stuff that was available to us in the before time. I mean,
3: I, I, I would love to go to a drive-in. I never, I honestly never been to one, so I would love to.
2: Go oh. to, a- <laughs> we
1: didn't
3: have to- Look, they were kind of phased out by my time.
1: Yeah, but you live in Wilmington. You're- yeah, we
4: didn't oh, have-
3: hell. I've been to a drive-in. Yeah, we, yeah, I was in the <laughs> too. Like, we didn't really have that many drive-ins, we didn't have any drive-ins, honestly, down here in Wilmington.
4: You said you was what, born in
3: eighty
4: three? Eighty two. Mm. Oh, really?
3: Yeah. We didn't have oh, it. So
4: the only I didn't know that.
3: <laughs> the only movie theater that I really had was like in Concord Mall. And that's where I, I remember seeing all my movies at. Like the movie there was a separate movie theater there next to Concord Mall. And that where they put the Best Buy. But I would love to go. Like I have no problem going one. But then it's the problem of like where are you gonna place it where you're gonna have people like looking like you like Kenny was saying, like looking over their fence and watching it. When everything's becomes so more populated and they're building more and more homes, yeah. expanding the out the
2: cities. Well, oh, that's true. The cities are gonna have a hard time facilitating and driving hands hands down in any populated area, even suburban areas. At this point, are gonna have problems making that a reality. Um, and even if they manage to find something rural enough where people can social distance safely. That requires a bit of travel, which may or may not be worth the trip, you know, depending how many films they show, right. what anem- anemones, anem- features come with the joint. <laughs> um, <laughs> anemones. I, and that's a single-celled organism, though. I, I, I think anemone, I think of a sea anemone.
1: Yes, yes. And they're at, at, at all your favorite drive-ins. <laughs> there are sea, sea enemies.
2: Dante. Yo, that blows my mind. That there are so Dante, you literally drive up.
3: I've, I've seen them. I mean, I remember I've seen them in movies like Twister, like right when it went to those, right. I just never been in, like I've never you been. No, there's one.
2: nothing like that. Yo, my dad used to because we had a minivan coming up. He would pull up and park it backwards, open the hatch. Yeah. and fix the fuse so that the light wasn't going the whole time and waste the battery, but we could still catch the radio. He would take out the back seat, the third seat,
3: hmm.
2: right, and put that on the ground facing the screen so that back seat would be open, like, throw down a blanket, you know what I mean? Some pillows and right. whatnot yeah, when you on the jaw. Yeah, and because of the, how the hatch was, you know, the the back door had the two rear speakers, so it was almost like surrounds ball, listen, you get you a, a hatchback could have done that, man. This, that, <laughs> woo. Driving
1: was the thing. That man. was
2: lit. We, I remember one time he got us all set up. We was chilling and we looked over cause my neighbor came, you know, we got like my, I think my sister's friends came too. And we looked over and the family next to us was like,
4: they was hot. It was hot. can't just cool. to watch the movie. They got to
2: bring their living room outside. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know we mouth brought mouth. food. <laughs> Yo, you know we brought food. You better not ask me for none of this, concession stand. And
3: see, you better not
2: thing. ask me for none of this. <laughs> and
3: that's the other thing you, you think about either. That's where they make all their money. <laughs> That's where the theaters make their money is all that food. So they definitely don't want you bring your food in there. You be, you have people in the car and driving the theater and they bring everything. They don't have,
2: yo. They used rich. to pay, but they used to charge by the head too. You had to You had to push people in the back yes. underneath the seat so they couldn't count their cousin in the back. Yo, we was out there. Oh, there was definitely people that were that
1: got to the movie uh, the driving theater by way of the trunk. Most definitely. <laughs> Most <laughs> definitely. Most You got that under.
2: Man. You got that between the knees special on a hot summer night. who change your whole life.
3: Sitting there playing rock paper scissors. All right, who's going in choke this time? All right, rock paper scissors.
2: Mm-hmm. Dang it, y'all ain't let me out last time. I to the
4: phone.
1: Most definitely. Most definitely, man. Driving oh, dr- driving man, movie God. theater was it was all that it was a it, I that's where I saw. What I what, what were you gonna say, Kay? What's
2: your favorite, favorite driving I was asking you, what's your favorite uh, drive-in experience?
1: My favorite drive-in exp- I can't share my favorite drive-in experience here on this uh, FCC-related. Not <laughs> anymore.
0: <laughs>
4: I just thought yeah.
1: about that because <laughs> that, that one was actually my last drive-in experience. Uh, but but my. Fa- hey. <laughs> His
2: face is on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a face print on the glass. Yeah. They, they hold a piece of paper up to everybody to come in. They'd be like, oh, he's all right. All right. Come on through.
1: <laughs> my, fa- my favorite radio-friendly uh, driving experience <laughs> was we went to see... Um, I know we went to see three movies, and I, uh, I think one of them... Two of them were Disney movies. I think one of them may, may have been Herbie, Herbie the Love Bug, but one of them was
2: oh, but one heavy. of them was
1: definitely Dumbo. Right? That's where I saw.
2: Oh God, tearjerker.
1: Yeah, and I and I was watching Dumbo, and it, it was uh, and I was sitting in the back, me and my sister in the back seat, my mom and my pop in the front seat, and we watched Dumbo, and it was great, and it was funny, and it was laughing, and almost crying, and everything like that. And um, I think and I think Herbie came on between after that, right? And I was watching Herb, Herbie the Love Bug, then I started to fall asleep, and I fell asleep, and I didn't finish Herbie Herbie the Love Bug, and I woke up, and when I woke up, my mom and dad's movie was on. Their movie okay. was The Exorcist. Ooh, <laughs> And when I woke up, was the scene <laughs> of girlfriend throwing up. In the priest's face. Ooh, fun! And I woke up. I saw that. I didn't <laughs> scream or anything, but my eyes just stuck. Like, I don't know what I'm seeing. And I didn't. And because I didn't see anything, my mom and dad did not know I was up. So I was sitting there just stuck, watching this, John. And then something happened. I can't remember. And I may, I maybe like breathed a little bit too loudly, and my mom like, like turned around and she was like, go to bed. And then just <laughs> smacked me outside the head uh, to go back to sleep. Um that's that, funny. That that was my favorite experience. That was my favorite experience in a in a drive. So
2: I I I had a bunch, like I said, but I think the most notable one was um the ninety three Jurassic Park it came out. Okay. okay um, oh, Oh, wow, that's funny. George Kimono just said the last movie I saw in the drive-in was What's Love Got to Do With It? Okay. Okay. That was a banging movie. Uh Good Should have won an award for that. Everybody should have won an award for that. Anyway, um, yeah, they showed Jurassic... It was a double feature. The first one was a family film, and the second one was... Jurassic Park. Sometimes a PG-13, sometimes a rated R. So Jurassic Park was the feature, or was the family feature. And I had already seen it but the people that I was seeing it with hadn't seen it yet. And my mm. dad was driving and, you know, it had already gotten dark. It was, we was late, you know, and, um, there's ferns and stuff. And he stopped abruptly. He was like, Squark! Oh my God. And we were like, ah! he was like, Oh, I thought I saw a dinosaur. you we were like, man, get out of here, man. It's so funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real dinosaurs, man. It's not real. But the adult feature was demolition, man.
1: Ooh. That's the Sylvester Stallone so, movie, right? Yep. Yep.
2: Yes, Wesley and snipes.
1: Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Blonde no. Wesley
2: Snipes, right.
3: The three shells. Yes. That's what we're coming to, the three shells. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely the three shells. That's it's about about right. It's Wesley Snipes is out of prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what we're there. But anyway, like it was just it was just in the in the mid to late nineties had some really great Action films in the summertime. You had stuff like Tombstone, you had Speed, you had Broken Arrow, you had, like I said, Demolition Man, there was Rising Sun, there was, oh gosh. What is the, okay, okay, that, all right, that gives Chris us, hanger. That
1: gives us to something fun. That gives us something fun. It's drive in. Mm-hmm. It's 90s action movie drive in. Ooh. And we've got to put together Three films, but it just can't be three good films. It's got to be. It's. It, there's got to be some harmony, some synergy between the three like a films. Theme? A theme, maybe a theme. Maybe it's just like you know. Maybe the the action just slowly ratchets up between uh, throughout the films. Uh, maybe okay. maybe one maybe one is a western urban and sci-fi like it's but it's three movies because it's almost always three movies that you that you're watching no less than two but sometimes it's three so let's do three so and it's the drive-in and it's 90s action so it's 90s movies what do you I'm telling you right now to me to me to me the last film probably has to be True Lies Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie Lee Curtis.
2: Mm. That was a banger. Mm. See you, uh, yeah. True Lies was that work. I remember seeing that with my dad. He was mad because of the, her her stripper scene in the middle. He was like, "I didn't know this was going <laughs> yeah, to be." Never mind the bang, bang, Two.
4: That was a straight comedy scene. It was not. He was.
2: A my dad was. All. He was uncomfortable, let me tell you. The bang, bang, shoot him up, the fight, that was fine. But J.B. Lee Curtis dancing? Oh, I didn't realize. In front that. of his daughter? Yeah, that's not cool. He <laughs> was he was like, this is, I didn't, I mean, really, is this really necessary? I don't understand why this, I mean, how does this further the plot in any way? Show me
1: how. <laughs> <laughs> Good, trust me i show i showed my i, I remember <laughs> showing olivia trading trading places and i definitely send her upstairs to get more pretzels at a certain scene when jamie lee curtis is in the mirror so like oh, yes yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: all
1: right so true so so i say that i say man th- it ends with true love. Li- okay
2: here's here, all right we'll pick it apart if you want if you're doing so if no you're I- not wrong you are not wrong you're not i I definitely vote for true lies I'm just because I was going to say tombstone because that's definitely not a family or uh, or a children's film that's the late people. but if can we can it be four can it be four
4: well I think all of these are going to be adult I don't know if any of them are going to be kid friendly
1: no
2: nah, I, I mean you got to throw go, those in uh, there go
1: you're, you're, you're opening, would you you're opening what you what you say uh, uh, Dante
3: Say I said because I would go sci-fi, like I would go Event Horizon, because that's not a kids' movie at all.
1: Event Horizon,
2: yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, but you're gonna have Event Horizon. It's a little bit ain't intense. Even, yeah, they're not ready for that. <laughs> I personally think the Exorcist was a little intense for a daggone drive-in but you know, <laughs> go off, <laughs> go off. Well, you gotta, um, you gotta
1: remember when I saw it, Drive-ins was like the the way to see films. So I see. You know, yes. Well, de- my
4: vote is uh Desperado.
1: Oh,
4: oh. Yeah. Daniel Banderas, Steve Buscemi, Salma Hayek.
1: Oh, Desperado.
4: That's definitely one of my favorites out the nineties. Desperado,
2: uh,
1: mm. Oh, that's a real good one. A, hey, that's a real good one. I hate you.
2: I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> Desperado that's a good one. That I, only, I mean, Desperado. hey it sounds like we've got to have three different screens here because... <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that works. We go in and true lies.
4: Death, totally but wait, off. because
2: Death, I haven't even gotten to my family-friendly joins yet, yo. I ain't even hit you with the hook. Okay, I ain't even hit you with Independence Day, my dude. I ain't even hit you with Men in Black, son. Like, please, please, we could get in these crates if we really want to. Because a little uh, little triple feature right there. Woo! Listen, well, well okay. If you if you have a, a children's film, then Independence Day, then True Lies. I'm good. Where's the popcorn at? Where's the bug spray? You know what I'm saying, like, what up? I
4: think that works, A spy flick. Uh, Desperado is almost a western, yeah. and then an alien movie, like that's boom, boom, boom. Like what don't you have there? Independence mm-hmm. Day, Desperado, True Lies,
1: Independence Day, Independence Day, Desperado, True. Okay, so if, if, if Independence Day is kicking it off, then we're putting that in the family comedy, the family movie.
2: That's a family film. Okay. Because I think Hook should be in there too, even though it starts off as a holiday it's a holiday movie because there's a lot of snow in it. I, I think Hook is. But I don't think Hook is an action film.
1: Hook is a good movie, but I don't see it as an action film.
2: There's so yeah, I much. Action. There's a lot. When's the there? last time y'all seen Hook? I saw Hook last
1: year.
4: Yeah, like not too long. Ago. <laughs> last year. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. What? I, what? Last? I, year, I, I mean, it. the movie's thirty years old. I saw it last year. I don't think
2: it's that bad. You know what I mean? It's cute. All right. Yeah. I haven't seen Hook in a minute, and I every time I go to watch it on Netflix, I'm like, yeah, boy. I'm like, oh, two hours.
1: Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you talking? You talking about starting off your your uh in night That's with it? Fair.
2: <laughs> You know, by that point, the kids are asleep. You can get into Desperado, you can get into Tombstone without having to be like, Go to bed. <laughs> I like Independence
1: Day. George Kimono <laughs> likes in- Independence Day. I like that. Mm-hmm. Independence Day is, I was going to say maybe Mars Attacks, but I can go with Independence Day.
2: Ooh. <laughs> be- because
1: I see the we kids, I see the kids <laughs> laughing more at Mars Attacks, you know what I mean, than at Independence yeah, Day. Independence Day. Yeah, I
3: can see that. You know, Iron Giant.
2: Yeah, I think I remember. Ooh, was Iron Giant came out in two thousand though? That was after the nineties. Yeah, yeah it came out in the 90s. And 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 if Hook isn't an action movie, neither is Iron Giant.
1: I, yeah, I was going to say I don't think Iron Giant, no matter when it came out, I don't think that's an action movie. I wouldn't say the Iron Giant is an action movie. It's a good movie. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, what action is it? He he goes up and he's a bomb. I'm Superman. It's a rock. (laughs) You know, Uh, I am uh, Groot.
4: We need another one. So last action hero and something.
1: Ooh, last action hero. Yeah, but if I'm if if I'm going if I'm going Arnold, I'm getting True Lies before I'm getting Last Action Hero. Well, True Lies isn't
2: the
4: the family slot. You know, you could.
1: Oh, so you're thinking about for the for the family slot.
4: Right, right, right. You can put an Arnold in the family slot. I mean, it depends how you want to mix it up. We can yo, mix if it really, yo, if you really, yo, if you go an all Arnold night, we can go an all will. If you want to go all will, you can go Independence Day, Wild Wild West Men in Black. And you still switching it up, and you, you know what I mean? If you want to go that will route, or we can talk. That I about would it.
2: say, I would say, all right, so hold up, hold up. On your Arnold tip, right? It would really need to be last action hero, true lies, and then the dig in the crates because everybody else is asleep. Predator. That's how you need yeah. to do an Arnold triple feature. Yeah. Now, for a Will triple feature, it needs to be Wild Wild West Men in Black Independence Day. Because Independence Day gets, it's because of the the scale of the destruction in that, gets a little heavy. So you might need Wild to put West that Bay. on the back end. I'm, if I'm if not, yeah, Wild Wild West falls in the yeah. middle range there because it can yeah. be a little suggestive. But nah, it's it gets a, a little suggestive. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's it's was, how many other things can you put in there? Uh, aside from that, you know. Well, there's, see, there's see, if,
1: if I was going,
3: wasn't Osmosis was Jones like in, was that the early two thousands or nineties?
2: That, may that have, was two thousands, and that was Chris Rock. Oh, That's Chris sorry, Rock.
3: Chris, right, yeah. But he I was, was going to one. He was here.
1: I was going to say, um, for if you went will, that maybe because only because Wild Wild West, I don't think is a good movie. I I like Men in Black as a act as an action family film to start off your will night, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then. I like the idea of Independence Day, but Independence Day being it's still more of an ensemble that he's a part of. So if I wanted to truly keep it will, then and I'm keeping it action, then maybe I'm going to um, I, Robot or um, Legend. Uh, I am Legend. I am legends. Well, that's the nineties.
2: Yeah, that's a little bit yeah, in the
1: nineties, 90s 90s either. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I was trying to get to, I was trying to get get to the last Will Smith movie, being Bad Boys.
2: Yeah, I would agree to that. So maybe put Independence Day in the middle, Men in Black first, then Independence Day, and yeah, then Bad guess, Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Wait, which Bad Boys are you going first? Bad Boys got to go back. Well, if it's,
1: if it's all nineties, it's got to be the first one. Right. Yeah, so it's got it's got to be the first one, and I and I and maybe I flip it. Maybe I put Independence Day before Men in Black only because Independence Day is the start of Will, and he's part of this ensemble. Then he's kind of like his stars on the shine with Men in Black, and then and then um, Bad Boys.
2: I like that. I like that. Who else we got? Who else we got? What about What what about Sylvester? What about Stallone? Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh, that's a go. Ooh, so you gotta throw you gotta throw Demolition Man in there. Yes. You got to. You absolutely positively have to. Did he do any children's films? Um no.
1: oh, uh he did he did yeah, a the he did did l- 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 shoot. He did a delightful piece of trash people call Oscar.
4: Oh yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. That movie was so cute. Um, I, did. I like Oscar. On a Sunday afternoon, it is not. New. Give me Oscar. Oscar
2: yeah. is great. And Oscar is not an action film. I that know. is a not. comedy Could of they? errors. Thank you. Ooh. Gotta
4: give me Rambo. You gotta give
2: me Rambo. So was Rambo from. in the 90s, though?
3: He was in early. That's early. The 80s. first one. The first. Maybe the maybe first was three then.
1: No, the, the first. The, the fir- eighty two. Yeah, The First Blood is 80. Well, First Blood is 82. So then Rambo's gotta be. So. First Blood and then there was First Blood 2. That's probably still 80s. So Rambo is probably 90s. Yeah,
4: the third one?
1: Yeah, the third one's probably 90s. Got to be. Yeah,
4: mm, Rambo 3. I don't know, fellas. I, just I feel like we're Rambo 3 is 1988. I I remember yeah, his last movie. I just watched that one yeah. when Rambo did Taken.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: I just yeah. saw that. He was Jason. He was basically Jason. <laughs> he was just walking around stalking people.
2: What, um, was good, what was it? Remember, on, I'm pulling up his, his filmography now because I, I feel like I'm missing something. Well, uh, I'm trying like to, like there I was, um,
1: you got his filmography, Kennedy. What, what what year was uh,
2: Cliffhanger
3: 1993? I said Cliffhanger
2: is the only one that will work, is Cliffhanger. Yeah, it's Cliffhanger Demolition Man, and you guys aren't going to like this, but Judge Dredd.
1: No, no,
3: no, no. Give me you make dance. everybody be leaving the theater at that point. Everybody, like, i got to go, I ain't got time for all this nonsense.
1: He didn't do more movies in the 90s. No, I'm
3: sorry, here's a comedy. Stop with my mom's special. I, I said that,
4: and I Yeah.
3: Uh, okay, yeah, there you go. Stop with my mom
2: Oh my
4: god,
1: we're
2: missing the best one. We're missing
1: guys, guys, guys,
2: guys. Daylight,
1: that's right, because that's the one where uh, he's yes. in the in the in, tunnel. A, in the tunnel. Yes, that's so a good like one, tunnel, yeah. I was trying to think of daylight. the name of that one. That's a good one. That's a, and that's a slept on one. So An Assassin.
4: Yeah, it is. Day- you can do Assassins. Daylight, Cliffhanger, Assassins. Any of those will work.
2: Assassins was 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 terrible, y'all. Is was that the one Assassin's It, it was, with it, Antonio Banderas? It was not a good movie. That was
1: not a good movie. Yeah, that was not a good movie. I'm not
2: watching that. So we got um we need to figure out the order of daylight. Um, all this rocky stuff, cliffhanger. Tango and, and Cash, Demolition, I think, was '80s.
1: Somebody rep for Tango and Cash. I think that's yeah. '80s.
2: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I just saw it '89, so it was close. That would've been great, though. Kurt Russell. No, Ooh. it wasn't. A bad okay, movie. so it was a bad movie, I it was it was good. Dang, that's a shame. That's a. So I movie. vote. Go ahead. I vote that we put Daylight first because it's the least. It's the most accessible to families. In that lineup, then you put Demolition Man because it gets slightly heavier. Um, and then you hit him with Cliffhanger. He didn't do a rocky, he didn't do a rocky in the 90s. Oh my god, there were so many Rockies. You don't know how many Rockies I've had to sift through. There's Rockies, (laughs) there's Creeds, there's Rambos, there's oh my god, expendables. Rocky Five was in 1990.
3: 1990.
1: Well, yeah, I don't want to see Rocky Five. All right, that's that's fine. And
2: that was 90. God damn, I know, Right. right. Um, so how about we do the one that's gonna be painful? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna enjoy this one because I got you, Jean Claude Van Dam. Oh man, first of all, first of all, you gotta get it out the way, rip the bandaid right off. You gotta show them Street Fighter. Boom, there it is. No. Rest in peace, no, Oh, Julia, no, no, we no, miss no, you no, very no, much. No, here's no. here's why, here's why, here's why. Because you're gonna follow up Street Fighter with Time Cop. Okay, and then we gonna hit you with blood sport, and if not blood sport, kickboxer. It's up to you. I what prefer blood sport over kickboxer. Nineties. What about Double Dragon? Ooh. I don't think Van Damme was in that. No, he
4: wasn't. Was that him? Double,
3: double Dragon.
2: I thought he was in that.
3: You talking about the Double Dragon that was basically. Oh, on you're your right. Team, Both blood
2: sport and kickboxer. Oh my God! Universal Soldier. That's what you're thinking of. We got hard target. We got double impact. That's probably where you're at.
1: Maybe that's what I'm thinking.
2: Um,
3: Maximum risk.
2: (laughs) You you don't know. (laughs) He's like, I (laughs) could pull up a pornography too.
3: Or or we could do (laughs) Predator, which he was supposed to be (laughs) in.
2: But he wasn't, so we don't give him that. That was Kevin Peter Hall. Thank you very much. You tried. That's
3: true. (laughs) Well, he was originally playing um, the role. It was a whole different predator.
2: I don't see. Here's,
1: the, th- here's the thing. I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I don't know if I go to a drive-in for three John Claude Van Damme movies.
4: Right. Like did. Stallone gotta, gets to be You re- right, got to so pick the right case one. Case. You're only talking the '90s. So you got to. Like, you you, you got to
2: pick. You got to pick the right one. You're thinking double team with Dennis Rodman. Okay. Now, when you factor that into it. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want a good comedy, there's that one. Um, but yeah, there, there is a, a lot. Like Dante was saying, I don't know if I would go see Maximum Risk or Death Warrant. I know Time Cop is definitely on that list. Um, the Quest. <laughs> no, we're not going to count that one, even though it's actually deep in my heart. Who's hard in Target d- was a hard one. Double Dragon? Who is Double... Who's in... what?
3: Double Dragon that. is like that's early, like that's early nineties, I think early nineties, eighties. Because th- that one was based off the video game. That Jean-Claude Van Damme was not in that one.
1: Okay. George Kimona has come up with a sci-fi list. Let's see what he think. What do you think of his sci-fi list? His sci-fi list is Star Trek First Contact, Matrix, and yeah. the Fifth Element. See, I'm not liking I'm that. that yeah. I'm not liking I, that. I
4: could see that. I, yeah. I would just watch The Matrix this
1: weekend. See, that. in that, I would put The Matrix the fifth after, element. after the Fifth Element.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you got to open with The Fifth Element. and co- um, Yeah, and you, you got to open close it. With the Matrix. So, so first context got to squeeze in the middle there. See, but. The Borg can squeeze right into the whole machine thing. <laughs> I see where he was going with that. I see where he's going. My thing is, I don't know if I do a, a Star Trek film in there. I think I, I... That's true. I, I think, think if, if any Star Trek film is going to be in a drive-in list, it would be First Contact though.
1: It, it would either be First Contact or if you went Original Series, it would be the one with the whales. Yeah. But...
4: Why would that be the one?
2: I think it's... Because that's the only one that's driving that's accessible. Yeah, it's you accessible. Know, it's not too steeped in lore. Um... And everybody loves whales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, fun.
3: that's a whole family film right
2: there. Yeah. The fourth one is the only one that isn't like really, really tech heavy. They talk about in the middle. Okay. We got to go back in time. And then they're back there and you're dealing with yeah, like 80 shenanigans. It's grounded. And then, yeah, it's a very, it's, it's an accessible one. Um, if you had to choose
1: but I like the idea of doing a, a sci-fi list I like the idea of starting off with the fifth element um, uh, and mm-hmm. ending it with the matrix even though to be honest I might even now throw in event horizon on there if, if as far as the ender but I'm fine with the matrix ending it Um
2: well if, if that's the case if we're not putting a track film in there then yeah fifth element matrix then I'm going with um, sphere sphere? sphere is good okay, sphere is a closer yeah. Yeah. But the thing about the thing about Sphere is that that's not really an action film either. Yeah. That's very cerebral. Here's a here's yeah. an action film. Well, I'm for it. I'm for it. I don't know if I'm gonna sit through that after The Matrix. Here's an action right. film that maybe
1: maybe pushes Fifth Element down into the middle section, and that's Star, uh, Starship Troopers. Yo, let's go. You started yeah. off with
3: Starship Troopers, right there. Yeah, that's a comedy, right? There. That's a comedy movie. <laughs> there
2: you go. No, but wait, but wait, but wait. There's there's breasticles in Starship Troopers, so that's got to be the second slot. Oh, is you it? Forget. I haven't seen it's that movie nudity. in so long. Uh, it's full nudity. I remember because it came out when we were still in grade school. It was like graduation party. It was all we were all like, oh, they're showering together." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm here for that Fifth Element. Starship Troopers, and then The Matrix, and Horizon.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Because
2: if you if you already give them the blood and guts for Starship Trooper, you may as well hit them with an event Horizon. Because The Matrix is going to seem slow after that. Because remember, the first right. uh, 20, 30 minutes of Matrix is world building, so it's not going to be right. It's, it's real, straight out the gate. Yeah, the
1: shame is that you can't go to um well. Matrix Two is a, it's a crazy movie, but it's more action. Uh, somebody, yeah, let's, yeah. let's end it off. Somebody asked us about nineties horror, so we've got to do nineties horror at our drive-in. Uh, oh,
4: uh, I think you got to go
2: scream.
1: Yeah, that's I what somebody go somebody go. said. Scream. The
2: Friday the thirteenth in the nineties.
1: Well, one of them are. There is a Friday the thirteenth in the nineties. It's not. Uh, let's see which one. It started in the eighties, though. Uh,
2: Yo, I got you. I got you. Here's what we're gonna do.
3: You gonna do misery? Oh
2: well, no, it's not an action. Misery is no, not horror. Mind. No, so I was gonna start off with um misery. Oh, what did we just say? Scream. I like Scream. I like Scream. I was also gonna add um Candyman in there, but I've remembered that that's not really action based either. That's heck of cerebral. Well, so n- no, but we're doing man. horror.
1: We're doing horror. So now it's it's horror.
2: Okay. But but Candyman well, is a little, really slow, slow, right? yeah, a, hard, a little slow. That's a hard follow-after Scream. Once that builds, that's there. Yeah. Um true, true. But as right. far as horror, we gotta throw in from Dust Till Dawn. That's, not, that's a
1: horror film. That's not nineties. that from it, Dust it, Till it, Dawn? Yes, that, yes, it is. Is that nineties? It's must be. Yes, it it, is. Must be I yes. promise yes, okay. okay. you what it is. It was
2: like, no, okay. It was like I, ninety-five, bro. Wow.
1: Wow. I thought it was I thought it was a lot
3: uh
2: I mean, I might be wrong on Closer 95, but definitely.
3: 1996, you're a year off. There
1: okay, you go. wow. Oh,
4: excuse me.
1: Well, no, From Dust and Dawn is a good one. Um, that's also a
4: good I'm high, it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
4: To... <laughs>
2: and, and if you're going to follow up with horror movies in the 90s, you follow up with either Demon Knight or Bordello of Blood, depending on how racy you want that last feature to be. <sighs> Bordello of Blood ain't good, it doesn't hold up, but Demon Knight. Is still Tales from the crypt enough where it can be fun.
1: Well, to okay. me, I would say, I think this may be in the 2000s. When did The the Descent come out? Uh, 2000s. Was,
3: yeah, 2000s. Yeah, 2000s. Okay. Yeah, because that
2: was a so, banger.
3: So if you want to throw a comedy horror in there, Army of Darkness.
2: That's a good one. That's not 90s, though. That's like it's late like, 80s, isn't it? 1992.
1: Yeah, that's old. Oh, wow. That's real old. That's real. Army of Darkness is a good one.
2: Yeah, I did not like that movie, yo. Really? I don't know. I don't know what I missed. I don't know. Because everybody, I guess maybe because I hadn't seen it when everybody else saw it. So all I heard was hype mm-hmm. before I, like for years and years and years. Because I didn't see Army of Darkness until almost recently. And I try, tried to see it and I just couldn't catch it. See, Cory Floyd votes for me with Demon Knight. You yeah, got to yeah. throw Tales from the Crypt. You cannot talk about 90s horror without including something from Tales from the Crypt. You just if can't. It,
4: if it was a show, yes. The movies? Yeah, the, the movies were terrible. Yeah. The show was
2: alright. Of course they were, but that was the point. They were never supposed to be, like, award-winning seat jumpers. Like, it's Tales from the Crypt. This is pulp horror. Okay. And it because the only reason why you can't put it in the front of this lineup is because of how gory it was. You know? It wasn't quite, like, Goosebumps or Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know what I mean? Right. Um, But well, it was still... So, what about these
3: two—the craft and mimic?
2: Ooh, I like the craft. Mm. But that, I like the craft. So, uh, well, it's craft really hard.
1: Oh. that's more of a spiritual thriller. This is a good one. Action figure expert Tremors. Yeah. Kind of right. action. Oh yeah, you open with Tremors. Yeah. Heart, tremors yeah. is a good open one with to
2: tremors, start with. Then hit him with Scream. See, and here's the thing. Can go- I
1: would go from Tremors to from Dust from Dust Till Dawn. I think it kind of maybe that mood flows a little better than into Scream.
2: Mm, I disagree. I disagree because Scream is still um, exploring like a classic horror movie trope and a murder mystery, so to speak. Whereas the plot twist from *Dust Till Dawn is so singular um, and it's a vampire film at its root, right? It's a vampire right, demon right. film. So you're hitting, you're hitting multiple genres there as well. Um yeah. Especially if you're looking at descending levels of difficulty. I, I definitely do think that, um Oh geez, this is how you know I'm getting tired. We just talked about it. We bumped Scream down. It was it Tremors? Yeah, Tremors. It was Tremors. I don't know. Dust Till dawn was so bloody and, and booby that I really feel like it should be last. I forgot about it. I honestly forgot about Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so bloody and booby.
4: so many You know?
2: Were, yes. So many so many P words. So many, so many pies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't mind
1: waking up to see it from Dusk No Dawn. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Okay, great.
1: This, 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 see, we we started, this is why I love doing shows with the Black Tribbles. We started real, we kept it real, we kept it real, real, and then we got real crazy, because that's what we do Yeah. here on Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have enjoyed this. Um, before we get out of here, uh, we want to take definitely take a moment to give a shout out to all of those first time uh, first time, first responders, essential workers like Dante, like mm-hmm. like the Mac, who are going out there in on these streets. Shout out to the people who don't really get the shout out that they deserve. And that's the people that are working in these grocery stores, the grocery stores, which have been Mm -hmm. noted as the most dangerous place to be at. In, in these days and yet mm-hmm. there are people that are going there faithfully working and tirelessly working and stocking the shelves and and bagging your stuff and trying to greet you with a smile as we all deal with this shout out to the little bodegas that are staying open shout out to the delivery workers shout out to the restaurants that are still feeding not only shout the, out first to the farmers to the farmers shout out to shout out to each and every one of you and shout out to all of you for looking out for your your fellow man and doing what you've got to do in, um, keeping, you know, slowing this curve. Uh, we are all going to get to the other side of this curve together. Ladies and gentlemen, I know it. We will all come out on the, uh, on the other side. I want to believe maybe even a little better for having to slow down and really learn to appreciate one another.
2: The they cookout? Well. Oh my god, that cookout. Eric, your cookout is going to be bonkers, my dude. Bonkers. Not bananas, not wild. Bonkers, okay? I'm getting all the things. I'm going, I'm getting you a brisket, my dude. We're gonna get you a rack of ribs, okay? We're gonna get you a case. Or four of Gold Monkey, because I know how you get down. We're gonna play some beer pong out this Joe. We might play flip cups. So make sure you got your solo cups, my dude. Like, let's go. I'm here for it. Let me get the wings. Let me get that potato salad. It's on and popping, but only when it's safe.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and we're gonna get a, a bubble for your house that we're just gonna drop over your house and make it happen. Most definitely. <laughs> we're just
2: gonna encase you in plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Standard for everyone's protection.
1: Yep. Shout out to everybody on Philly Cam Philly Cam Radio, keeping it going all the people that are doing radio in place. Shout out to Vanessa and Allison who are keeping uh, this radio station humming taking all of the shows that everybody are sending in and keeping the schedule popping Shout out to Gretchen, the executive director of Philly Cam and all of the staff at Philly Cam who are doing Yeoman's work in um, bringing updates to what's going on on PhillyCam.org and as well as on all the social medias and uh shout out to each and every one of you ladies and gentlemen for checking us out we do this because one because we all miss one another and we we wouldn't be complete if we didn't get together and and bug out for a time or two with each other and we also do it for you to give you a little just give you something something else you know what i mean and uh just we can all congregate here in Tribal nation together all right. Any last words from any of, uh, any of my triples? Hit them up real quick. Uh,
2: wash
3: your hands.
2: Yeah. Stay yeah. inside if you can.
3: Put your mask on when you go
4: outside. Be well, John right.
2: Spartan. Be well.
1: <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. For the uncanny triple, for the super triple, for the spider triple, for the storm triple. Super Saiyan Tribble, the Master Tribble, and Dante. Eventually, we're going to get you into the Tribble Nation, man. I'm just waiting for one show where we can get everybody on the show, and then we're going to get you in. Right. This is the Bat Tribble, and Parting we say,
2: Be well, John Spartan. <laughs> Be well.
1: Hailing frequencies are Be well, close. Tribble
2: Nation. Be well. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Be well. I'm just going to keep rubbing this, guys. <laughs>
4: So it gives me a voice.